difficult, 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 I had my gain way up. Do you know why my gain's way up? Welcome to Difficult wow. Women. This is a podcast. I'm just going to get right into it. Katie, you're being difficult. I know. I'm being real difficult because my neighbors are being so difficult. Oh, the no. noise coming out of the the unit next to me. So we're moving. I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but my, all of the, my roommates and I, are we're moving apart. It's like an end of an era because oh, no. we can't live with our neighbors anymore. It's like the neighbors upstairs and next to us are so loud just too many like and i'm just old we're all old now i guess <laughs> parties and stuff but holy fuck i've lived i lived in a building where my neighbor was the head drug dealer of the entire neighborhood it was like running a drug cartel out of there she'd get high on her own product and start screaming in the middle of the night in the middle of the you know hallways and she was a better neighbor than these people <laughs> oh no <laughs> was better than this um, but you said they're just young whippersnappers and they just do not give a fuck about anybody Oh. And the irony is they go off on their Black Lives Matter, like, you know, you know, we have to take care of each other. And then they come home and then they do not give a fuck about anybody but themselves. Oh, no. So anyway, but the reason why my gain was up so high on this was because I was trying to record like how loud it is in my room so I could send it to the landlord to be like, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, I'm not going to pay rent <laughs> if this if I have to deal with this. I'm like losing my mind, losing my oh, mind. Oh, no. Anyway. Well, you're going to be cat sitting in my apartment oh, I, all by yourself. I forgot. That's perfect. God. There's no, the yeah. only um, nuisance is Olive herself, and she is the worst. Good. I'll just, it'll be <laughs> another neighbor I have to deal with. She's taken to doing heroin and Good. just screaming uh, in the stays up. Yep, yeah. screaming in the streets. <laughs> she's, she's doing it. My cat is now... Um, <laughs> Trying to make money selling drugs out of our apartment. It's fine. As long as she can help pay the rent, then who cares? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I told you I just paid $500 less and I sent like an email about it and then nobody wrote me back. So I feel half I'm a squatter and then half I've been here 15 years and I yeah. have more rights than I really know. Probably. Also, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> That's great. I wish I had a beer. I have a very fancy seltzer. Oh, those fancy seltzers. I love them. Oh, no. No, they're so good. Well, I have to say, I was floating down a river just a couple hours ago. Oh, amazing. A wet river. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. All of a sudden, we were in New Jersey, then all of a sudden, Pennsylvania. What? My, I was somewhere in Pennsylvania. Buck, Bucks County uh, River Tubers. Oh, I don't know. I met Bucks Buck County. himself. That felt far away. Yeah, well, it was like it's about two hours from New York. Okay, from that's Manhattan. Fun. Yeah, so for my birthday, uh, some so friends fun. we just sat sat in the tube and floated down the river. Oh my gosh, it was so exciting! That's so exciting. It was. My mom always says that tubing is her favorite sport, yeah. and I have to agree. <laughs> it's a good sport. Water sports. <laughs> it's so good. So I'm a little out of it, but this will be a fun Whatever. episode. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I've just been drinking beer all day Great. on the river. Love it. It's your birthday. Who yeah. cares? Everybody oh wish my her gosh. a birth- happy birthday. Wish mm. her a birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Wish her have a birthday. Have a birthday. Yeah. I know. It's kind of weird in time of COVID, but. I mean, everybody's going to have one this year, it seems like. COVID birthday. Yeah. Very, Everyone's very getting a COVID birthday. birthday. Mm-hmm. Woo. How lucky. I highly recommend getting a raft and floating down a river. God, I just need- want to. 
get a raft and float away from my neighbors. <laughs> oh, God. I'm anyway, so sorry. It's I funny. can't believe it's gotten worse. It's I know. You know what? Here's another one. I know everyone's like, who cares? But he, to just today, another neighbor, just another person <laughs> in the building, they're, I guess they're moving out or something, and they had a big bag of garbage full of food and like kitchen shit and whatever. And I guess the bag broke like right in front of the front door oh, no. or like, and they just left it. Oh, they didn't even bother doing anything about wow. it. And so our poor like super has to come and clean it up tomorrow. And there's flies already all over it. It's awful. And it's in the middle of our hallway. It's like in our right in front of our apartment. <sighs> but oh. Just everybody stop being so terrible right now. This is the worst yeah. time to be terrible to each other. I cried about it. I was like, why is everyone oh, no. so terrible? Really? Yeah. yeah. I have faith in humanity, and, and but not anymore. Maybe I think I lost it. <laughs> Well, can I tell you something that really made me happy this week? Please. Um, it equally made me angry and hated this country. But then I'm back. I'm back. I love our country again. But I was so angry because, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be for the election. And maybe I could be a poll worker or or maybe I'll be on the Appalachian Trail or across the country. Who knows? You know, yeah. who, knows who knows where I'll be on election day? But so I was like, well, I'll, and I need to apply then for my absentee application. So I went to do it online and you have to print it out. Oh, right. You got to print that shit out. Right. I mean, what? <laughs> I, Who's got a printer now? Who, I have a printer. I've had one for like 10 years. It's sitting in the corner and it doesn't work. I haven't had ink forever because that's what those things need. And it's constantly paying for ink. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so, but at this random, so I posted on Instagram and this random stranger who's a fellow comedian here in Brooklyn, uh, she printed it off and apparently she's been doing this for lots of strangers. Oh my gosh. She just prints off this lovely little New York State absentee ballot application and mails it to people if you need it. So if you're listening and you need someone to print it off and mail it to you, shoot me a DM and I'll share her info because... I, it made me believe in humanity again. That I got it in the mail, better. and she had also sent me a birthday card. Two oh my god! That's so nice. It was so nice. Where does and she I cried live? Can bit. I move in next to her? <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, She's here in Brooklyn somewhere. That, but it was really sweet. That makes me feel better. It does. Yeah. It like legitimately makes me feel better. It's like okay, there's terrible people, and then there's some really amazing, amazing people. Well, another downer this week. I posted a picture because last weekend I had gone camping by myself. And I posted a picture and this guy wrote like, that's so risky and so dumb of you. Great. To cool, go, thanks. you know, yeah, really, camping that's really by yourself. Helpful. Yeah, it's annoying. Oh, it made me so mad. It's dumb but of you to comment just, because we're going to come find you and kick your ass. I know. It was amazing. My friends really attacked. But I, I, I think I only went on Facebook once or twice this week in it. And that has really helped. That's good. But whenever you log in, you see something absolutely horrendous and you want to like just crawl under a rock because people I've been, are. This week has been rough for me. I've been having like heart palpitations. I thought I was I having like, I was like, oh, I should go to a doctor. And then um, I realized it was just stress. <laughs> it's just like full blown stress and anxiety. We were talking about rage. You and I personally were talking about rage a couple of weeks ago. And when I get that, like that, like just just rage, blackout kind of rage, you are so out of your body. 
you know, you're just so outside of your body and you're so in your head, really. And then just like, what are all the things I can do to make them suffer? <laughs> you know, that's like where my brain goes. <laughs> just like, oh, uh, it's like just trying to sneak some snakes under their doors. Like one thing that I thought did about. You, did you get that one person's email, that one neighbor's email address? Oh, I'm I'm collecting names. Oh, you're collecting. I'm collecting. Okay. This is my plan. I'm everybody. I'm collecting the names <laughs> of the people in the units. They're everybody's so easy to find now because the internet. I'm gonna get all of their email addresses, and then in for the rest of my life, once a month, I'm gonna make sure they're signed up for like Trump's emails, Bed Bath and Beyond, Goop, <laughs> like all the things nobody wants. Goop. Yeah, just no, all the things. I'm just that's gonna. So mean. Yeah, well, they're mean. They're mean. They're mean. <laughs> And I don't think what I would do is illegal. So I, I'm, I think I'm safe. I think it's, it's just an, mean. It's amazing. You're gonna have to change their email address. They're just gonna be so spammed. <laughs> and they're like, "Why do I keep getting these goop emails?" I'm like, "I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." Wow, that's beautiful. <sighs> even just saying, honestly, <laughs> just even telling that, saying that out loud, a, a weight is taken off my chest. <laughs> I feel so much better. I just can't imagine the fact that you go over there and say, please, can you please lower the, your music? I have work in the morning and we're also thankful for any kind of so work thankful right now. For work. And that so. they just don't. I mean, I'm not even getting into the whole story about what happened last night, but oh, it, they didn't turn the music off officially until 4 a.m. Oh, no. And it started at, no, 8, no. And it started at 8 p.m. Oh no! Yeah, it's real bad. Oh gosh! <sighs> now it's now the tightness is back. <laughs> okay, let's breathe. Let's breathe. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. See, oh, I'm drinking good. a Miller High Life right now because it's my birthday. I know. I'm excited I've, for your birthday. I know. We're, we're gonna, gonna partake fun. tomorrow. I'm excited. That'll make me That's, feel good too. Yes, we're gonna have a good time. That'll be good. Well, speaking of good times, and speaking of you know tying it back into sort of what you're talking about with the mail-in ballot, we have a very thrilling topic today oh my god i am so excited about talking about this topic i honestly <laughs> found a lot of more interesting things about it than i thought but we're going to talk today about the mail yeah, <laughs> yeah the post office yeah and you know some of my favorite mail that i get is from free stuff is awesome but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO, W-H-O-R-E-O, HORIO at adamandeve.com. So the mail, huh? <laughs> Back to the mail. Back to the mail. I love the mail. I love, I love getting mail. I love it. I love it. I do love getting mail too. Um, I do love getting mail too. And I know that there's been this huge surge for us to protect the USPS um, because of all the stuff going on. If you've been living under a rock, the USPS is in danger of, I don't know what, falling apart. Falling, 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 falling apart. I we, So lately I've been noticing we've been having a lot of listeners in Ireland, Australia, Sweden, you know, outside of the United States of America. So if you're listening right now, not in America, can you believe that our president is trying to dismantle the post office? 
Also, if you're from another country, do you still have a post office? I mean, it's I imagine so, right? It's it's one thing that like this was like quite a wild ride that I went on when I was uh, researching the post office. So there's all this stuff going on, right? With like, let's let's take it one more step back. We just got a new uh, postal king. What's his name? What I called the postmaster post- general. Postmaster general. Drop the beat, yo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you take that? <laughs> um, and what is his name? Louis DeJoy. Louis DeJoy, who brings nothing but misery to people. Sadness. <laughs> um, but so this guy, Louis DeJoy, has been appointed as a postmaster general. And then all the headlines are that, like, you know, these sorting machines are getting shut down. In uh, So their mail is slowing to a crawl. Uh, I've definitely found that it's been harder to get mail. And I don't know. Like, it's been creepy. It's, like, weird. There's, like, they're, like, bl- they're, like, putting blockades over the blue boxes all over the country have you seen that where you can't even put your mail into the blue boxes they're blocking the slot they're blocking the slot <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that's, like that happens to me on every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that ain't 2020 then blocking the slot uh yeah well, i think the saddest thing is that um so when i started seeing pictures because there's video now of trucks going and removing actual mailboxes, the blue mailboxes that we use all over Brooklyn, because that's the, I mean, you can go to the post office also and be there for an hour and a half if that, if you have nothing else to do, but usually just slip it in the slot, which is great. But then all these videos started circulating of trucks removing the mailboxes. So this is like, this is such a weird thing because I was like, oh, my God, this is the end of the world or something. And certainly this is cert- this is troubling in the middle of a pandemic when it's possible. My neighbor just started playing music. Oh, no. I might have to kill someone. It's fine. Okay. I'm just gonna um, excuse to- me, but we are recording <laughs> our podcast. Go over and kill you right now. You guys are witnessing. Well, if you range. hear some music right. in the background. Now you know why. Now you know. Um, anyway, I was just going to say that. Oh, and they just made it louder. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. What, somebody write me. Can can please people. Speaking of mail, if you want to send us mail. I don't want to give us your uh, our address, but. Tell tell me what I can do about my neighbors. Please, somebody send me suggestions of what I can do. That's just a side note, but please uh, send please send help. <laughs> okay. Um. So I was gonna say that like certainly the timing of all of this is so crazy because we're in the middle of an important elect. We're in the middle of a pandemic. An important election is coming up where we really we're gonna be needing to vote through the mail. And so it's very alarming that it seems like they're making the the mail slowing down. Like that's terrifying because we need to get we need it more than ever in a lot of ways. But what I found was that um, the the Postal Service has actually been in having a real problem for years and years. They've been hemorrhaging money and they have been actually shutting down locations and taking away um, post office boxes. But slowly, you know, they've been doing it like step by step. Then this guy comes in and it's like, He's trying to do it all at once. And the timing is very suspect. So I'm not saying that it's normal or OK, but it is sort of I think what the bigger picture here is that what I don't think people are fully embracing or absorbing is that the USPS is we have a problem with them anyway. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a business that uh, is an it's a right. We have to have the mail 
It is absolutely necessary for rural America to have mail. Well, these are some of the things that I found out because I was like, what's the deal with the mail? (laughs) (laughs) What is the deal with our mail? What is the deal? Well, and it's just not very simple. It's just not a very like, cut and dried kind of thing because now we do have things like FedEx and UPS and it's easy to say like oh FedEx and UPS are just um, competitors but it turns out that actually they the the way this article I read on um, just NBC News was they called them frenemies they're frenemies because they kind of (laughs) because they kind of rely on each other to make their systems work so places like um UPS and FedEx use sort of the routes that UP- USPS already has established. And also, like you said, in rural America, even if you order something in FedEx, if you're way out in rural America, FedEx relies on the USPS to get that mail or that package that extra distance because they don't have a FedEx in mm. Podunk. Not, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say Podunk. In in Winnebago, Minnesota. I bet there's, I'm sure there's not. I've been to Winnebago. I'm sure there's not a FedEx in Winnebago. In fact, my uncle was the um, postmaster of Winnebago. <laughs> really? Yes, yes. I thought you were making up a town. I know. I wasn't. Um, it's, it's all true. <laughs> so it, that's all true and random. And I wasn't even planning on bringing that up. Um, but, <laughs> but, and also the USPS um, relies on FedEx and UPS for their planes because UPS has gotten rid of all of their airplane travel so they have like a symbiotic relationship to some extent so it's not that we want to get rid of them entirely and even it's not even in the best interest of trump or even this new postmaster general to totally eliminate the usps i don't think that that's his goal but in at these times right now it's like it just feels really scary that they're kind of going after it. And I, another thing I read was that Trump has also really made this a very convoluted thing because he's making it seem like the USPS is somehow also responsible for the voter ballots being um, like corrupted. But that has nothing. It's not. That is not related at all. He's making that shit up and making it be like a thing about, around the USPS when it's actually not. So he's actually making it this more dramatic scenario than it has to be. But that being said, this is also feeling very like not OK. That's his master plan, though. I didn't even th- I mean, he's so dumb. I'm shocked that he even thinks he has a plan, but he's trying to make us doubt the election First off, he talks nonstop about how if you mail in your vote, it won't be counted. And so actually, I was listening to this podcast. Well, The Daily did a full thing about the post office. And they were saying that the amount, so they're saying uh, maybe three out of four Americans can qualify to vote by mail. Hmm. Okay. So that's a huge amount of people, Mm -hmm. millions and millions and millions of people to mail in their votes. And they're like, oh, my gosh, can the post office actually handle mailing all of these votes in? And they're like, yeah, it's not that's not the problem. We, we mail more than that over Christmas time, which I thought was pretty impressive of the, of the post office, um, the USPS. So it's not the amount of mail that's going through them. It's the timing that's the most that's that's the honest truth that if. There are some states that you can apply very, very late for your absentee ballot. Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, if you mail it in, in some states, it really does. Like as long as you mail it in before election day, uh, it will be counted. 
But like we saw in the New York election recently, it took weeks after the mail-in because they had to count all the votes. Right. Um, so they're just saying – and they're also – I mean, there's just a lot of like conflicting information out there um, because of the postmaster general. I mean, real hard facts that are happening – is that um, they're taking away the sorting equipment. Mm -hmm. This stuff costs millions of dollars. And there's vi there's video footage of people coming and collecting these things and putting them in the garbage mm -hmm. and just destroying them, these I, sorting machines. And that's where I like, that's where you, I think that it's not, because um, I'm trying to be, you know, trying to look at it from this other side and being like, well, you know, the you, you know, USPS has been having problems. But this is where it does feel very shady, right? Like, why right now? And why, why? all these sorting machines at once? Do you know? Right. So, so that's and there's, very suspect. So there's that. And then uh, they're removing, yeah, like we said, moving the mailboxes, eliminating, and eliminating overtime for USPS workers. Right. So that's a whole other weird thing that I found out about the USPS, though, is that they have been they, I, I, they shouldn't eliminate overtime because that's ridiculous. But the USPS employees are getting paid a lot more than they may or may not. I shouldn't say should be because we all want I always want people to be paid as much as humanly possible, you know. But that's one of the reasons why the USPS has been hemorrhaging a lot of money is that the union is pretty strong and has been keeping their salaries high, which I mean, to some point, it's like, of course, of course, of course. But uh, if you need to cut costs, then that's there's like these whole things about that. I don't know. Like, and I have another thing to say about that later. But um, and again, I never am for not paying people more because right, there's what people, worth, right. yeah, and there's people out there making so much money for doing so little. Um, but there's definitely like, yeah, like you said, there's definitely like things going on that are questionable. Here's another questionable thing that's popped up around this DeJoy guy. He, um, aside from the fact that he uh, is doing all this stuff, which I will say too, he, he for 35 years, he's been working as a, um, his job has been to kind of come in and fix businesses. Like, so he comes in and he goes into a business that's like hemorrhaging money and fixes it, basically. So he's all about cutting labor, cutting costs, cutting things where things need to be cut. And to be honest, the USPS needs that. It actually does need that. So on a surface level, he doesn't seem like the worst person in a way to do this, except he's got very strong ties to Trump and personal like fundraising. He's donated a lot of money to the Trump funds and stuff. So there's something there's a conflict of interest already built into that. Another conflict of interest that I found out about was that he apparently has a lot of money uh, invested in FedEx and the U and UPS. So it's oh, yeah. in his best interest yeah. for the U USPS to have less business. But like I said, it is a little more complicated than that because they are sort of, they do work together, the USPS and UPS and FedEx. So it's not just an either or kind of thing as much as I think we think that it is. But I think that it would certainly serve him if more people were going towards these privatized company so that in itself is also such a, a conflict of interest that he's not they're like going through now and ask you know what is it they're putting him up interrogating him or whatever in congress whatever that's called <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm like just my brain but they um and they're hopefully going to be asking a lot of questions about exactly these things because the problem with this particular guy is the conflict of interest that like there just seems to be so many you know, and, and isn't never... Congress on Congress is on summer break and they're actually coming back and they never come back in August, which apparently, is great, during this time, which is great, which is very cool. Here's another problem, though. 
okay. that they're Uh-oh. saying that like so Congress now is going to give them they want to give the post office like fund them more money, right? Turns 25 out twenty five billion billion right? dollar twenty five billion yeah. Okay. Which is like, okay, of, that sounds money, like, wait. which sounds like a lot, right? And and it is a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot. We know it's a lot because we just did that, <laughs> that episode. <laughs> but, a thousand million is a billion. Right. But right. the problem is, number one, the USPS has done better the la- during the pandemic than it's done in a really long time because of the influx of, sh- of like shopping and shipping. And UP- uh, USPS does pretty well with Amazon because Amazon uses them a lot. Though Amazon now is becoming a competitor because they are also starting their own delivery services. But so because there's been so many orders, the USPS is making more money than they've ever made or they've made in a long time. Um, And they also got the CARES money from the government. So they had like it was like maybe 10 million or 10 billion or something dollars from the U.S. government. in bailout money. So they already had 10 billion. Yep. Already had money coming in. So they're actually doing okay money wise. So this idea of throwing another $25 billion at them, that's all fine and good. I'm not even saying they shouldn't necessarily get that money. But the problem, the fear now is that there, it's not going to, this money isn't going to be put in there to help them control their costs. It's not going to fix the problem that they've been having where they're hemorrhaging money. It's not mm-hmm. going to like, um, it's not, you know, it, 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 I was just reading in this NBC News thing that um, th- uh, that they're not like they're, they Congress is just coming in and saying, like, don't take away the collection boxes, don't take away the processing machines and stuff. But those are actually the things that we need to do that are going to help the Postal Service in the long run survive, because those are the things that are making the, the post office hemorrhage money, like having post offices still running when there's nobody in there collecting mail. So they're paying all those employees. The place is still running. Um, Another thing is like uh, Saturday mail, right? They've been really wanting to like hold on to this idea that we should have mail on Saturdays. And the Congress is very much for six days a week of uh, mail, but it's hurting the post office because it's we're losing like millions of billions of dollars a year just by having an extra day a six week. days. Right. Yeah. So there's it's just so much more complicated than being like, great, we've passed twenty five billion dollars. Now we can go home. And I think that that's like a thing, too, we all should be more cognizant of when we're like fighting for something is knowing like, well, what are we what do we really need to come out of this? You know, and what we need right now is to make sure that we can have a post office that's healthy enough so that when we have our mail in ballots, everything's going smoothly. Right. Which it doesn't feel like it's going to be right now. But is twenty five thousand twenty five billion dollars just throwing it at the USPS going to solve that. And a lot of people are saying, no, absolutely not. And the other problem is that a lot of this, like, like you're saying, there's a lot of, uh, there'll be like a high volume. So we have to deal with that. But it's not just the USPS that can't, it's not like they can't handle the volume in theory. Mm -hmm. It's that a lot of these like mail-in ballot things, the people that behind the scenes of the mail-in ballot community type things, they don't have enough resources. And nobody's talking about funding them more to get these mail-in ballots. People, they need more people to be able to come in and count the ballots. They need more people to be able to come in that are, you know, properly trained to deal with these ballots when they do come in. And that's not being talked about. So it's sort of like weird how I think things like the news and people's understanding of stuff, things get so distilled and simplified that we start to miss like, well, what is the actual issue here? Like, how do we solve this actual problem? Right. Well, I think it's an American business that is a right to all Americans to have the mail, but it seems to be an outdated system. Absolutely outdated, right? Because of, you know, 
Yeah, what's happening? But I don't think it, the answer isn't to get rid of it. You know, I'm not saying no. I'm, I'm not advocating for getting rid of it. But I think, unfortunately, and, you know, the unions don't want to hear this. And I'm not for I mean, I'm always pro job creation. But at the end of the day, like some of the things that I was reading about, like, how do we save the Postal Service? How do we save it? And everyone keeps saying, give them more money, give them more money. Well, guess what? The Postal Service has never been funded by our taxes. That's not how the Postal Service is funded. The, the Postal Service is funded by purchasing of stamps sending things in the mail people buying like packages it's all like it's like it's a business it's all yeah. like a business but it's a it's a business for it's it's like it's a government business. for profit right yeah but it's a government sort of thing so there's no tax money going in there which is fine i'm not even necessarily saying we should have more tax money going in there but it's just that um that's not ever been how it's set up so just giving them 25 billion dollars isn't a solution do you know right Right. So a couple of solutions that I did or some thoughts about where to go for. One was ending Saturday's delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, one what was. What if I need my dildo on a Saturday, though? You want to have to wait till Monday, dear. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have to wait. Uh, and then here's one that I hate. I hate this answer. I hate this answer. But this is what I was going to come up to before was that some post offices are going to have to close because a lot of people, they're just not being used enough, you know? But people still need to be able to send mail from their neighborhood. They can't walk five million miles to their nearest post office if they're all getting shut down. So they're saying now that we can do a lot of that work, the mailing stuff, with automated kiosks. So they, but oh, that I love means- a great automated kiosk in the USPS I mean, when Office. they work, it's great, but but that also means that we have less humans working, right? Right, and well, that's we like, are going towards AI. I, yeah, and that's th- this is exactly <laughs> where we're having. I know it's robots well, taking also, over. Also, uh, the USPS is the largest employer of veterans in our country. I mean, so this is really, why. I mean, yeah. This is why we yeah. don't want to like. And again, that guy DeJoy, he's all about going in and like firing people because it, it's just right. sucking money out. And it's like I get it, but it's. A problem. What do we well, do? It's almost like a an ecosystem, though. That if you start breaking apart and dismantling this part over here, this part over here on this other side is going to fall apart. I mean, the so I was researching who needs the USPS the most, and that they do say rural America. Right. A lot of people still uh, take their social security checks through the mail. When a lot of older people don't even older have people. internet. Right, right. And think about so people they need that don't checks. have money either. People that don't have a right. lot of money don't have internet. So they right. need it. They also need their medication. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. That's a good one, yeah. Um, but also, uh, so if we start dismantling, and you know, haphazardly, small businesses. So I just ordered, I'm so excited about this. I just mm-hmm. ordered on Etsy um, socks with my nephew's faces on it for my mom's birthday, which is, in, which is next week. But it's from a small, tiny, small business. Um, on Etsy that depends on the post office, the postal service to deliver their products. So if you start uh, when people order small, you know, from small businesses and then they can't, the customers can't rely on getting their goods, then that affects a small business. So it's it's all it's all real bad. Oh, and that's what's scary too about like because you can say, well, they can send it by FedEx or USPS. It's like or UPS. I'm like, sure, it's but expensive. it's so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. And and if the USPS d- is totally dissolved, the next step for FedEx and UPS is to raise their prices because now they don't have a competitor. 
So it's like, you know, it's going to be a thing. So, I mean, it's definitely, this is like a tricky, weird situation that we're in. I don't know. But I thought it was fascinating that idea that like, we love this, we love to just throw money at the problem. But if you just do that, like these bailouts, these bailouts, these bailouts, it's not what, for what, for what, what are we, what, like, what is, what is that money even going to right now? Well, the one thing that I don't understand, and maybe you know more about it, so you can explain it to me and to everybody. (laughs) I have no idea. Well, in 2006, they the the union they passed. What's the deal that they have to be able to fund retirement? So this is very confusing. This is like very very confusing. And I read conflicting articles about this, or conflicting thoughts about this. And AOC commented on it. And there's a uh, some would say a myth. And a and a sort of almost conspiracy theory. So what happened was in 2006, <laughs> the Bush administration passed this law thing that basically said we're gonna give. It was I, I don't know the details of it. It's something. It's something that seemed kind of crazy. Like we're gonna give like a retirement plan to the employees that will last for 75 years per person or something like so big, like so much money. And then there was also. Um, well, that's kind of how, what people knew about it, right? So that we're just like giving people these like insane pensions, pensions, or, right? Or retirement, right? Whatever. Which I don't know. Great. I don't have anything. So I mean, I have, I have no idea. idea. I will means. never have a pension because I've never had a job, like a real job. But so I like <laughs> no idea. But like, there's something about how like on the one hand you're like that sounds great. Why wouldn't you want to be a post office worker? But they it, they did it at a time when everyone was debating emails were like really becoming the thing and mail just like service just dropped like people just were not using it like they had been using it like no one was mm-hmm. sending letters anymore everyone's getting their bills online and things like that so there was a lot save of save a dis- tree you know? save a tree exactly <laughs> and as we should but like um should. there was a lot of discussion about um what what's the next step for the post office what's going to happen to them and then out of the blue the bush administration is like well we're going to fund just pour a shit ton of money into these pensions so it's like why why so there is a theory that they did that to shut the post office down they wanted oh, so to like f- just drain ruin the money them, basically just drain the money out of them and like ruin them so that then these rich republicans could be making a lot of more money off of fedex and U- ups so there is like a thought that that's possibly true and i'm not going to say it's not i don't really know I'm sure there was part of that was part of it. But then there's also some question about like, well, it wasn't so much as it turns out the way that they set their pensions up. It sounds like it's not that that was so abnormal to, to another country. And again, I don't know anything about to pensions or what that even really means because I have no like context for it. But there was actually something that's even more confusing to me that they did do, which was questionable, which was that they did some sort of like prepayment on med your like medical expenses or something so they were like pumped they did end up pumping the point is they put a ton of money into uh the post offices like the employee sort of payments and stuff in a way Mm. that just was like untenable like you just can't have it be like that in addition to this idea that their their collective bargaining wages or whatever have just been through the roof they 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 and i'm saying that wrong but the um they they just they just make a lot of money like they just their their funds their 
their wages are pretty high for an average like government worker in a position like that. And so one of the other suggestions for trying to make to save the post office is bringing down some of those wages a little bit. And that would potentially mean that the USPS would be paying its employees less than UPS and FedEx workers. So again, problematic. I don't really know. I don't like that solution. But um, but yeah, so like that's one that is definitely tied into one of the reasons why the U- UPS has been like hemorrhaging money. It's not a very I mean, I don't know what your experience is like at your post office, but mine is if you feel like you're in a third world country in my neighborhood. It's just like there's no other business in my neighborhood, not even a government. Even the DMV is like way nicer than my post offices have ever been in New York. Oh, um, my, po- it's, my post office is a joke. Oh, I yeah. did go since I've been back in New York. I went. Because we had somebody ordered koozies or something. So I had to go to the post office to mail them out. I was there an hour and a half waiting in line. Right. Because everyone was properly social distancing. But also it was just they were so backed up and they had two people working and then, you know, with 50 people in line. Right. And it's like, I don't know. It, so in that case, it feels like they need more employees, right? Or like, what is happening in certain here? locations? Yeah. Yes, but certainly yeah, in certain locations, like, but there's there definitely is always a sense to me, and even like my the our mail delivery person here is a disaster in my building, like a disaster. That that person, we were having problems where they just were like not. They were just putting it in. The mail was just going into whatever box they felt like. And no one was getting their mail. Like nobody was getting their mail. And people were like not getting their paychecks and they were not getting their insurance like bill. They weren't getting their bills. They didn't know when they were due. I mean, it really was like a thing. And I live with a lot of young people and we still get mail, you know. Um, So there's something going on, you know. Actually, can I tell you a quick story about our friend Tim? Yes. This is an interesting Tim time. Tim Tim time. Tim time. Tim time. Real quick story. He lives in a building in Brooklyn where all of a sudden one day there was a sign up that said, we're not delivering mail to this building anymore. (laughs) We're just not going to deliver it anymore to this building. And everyone's like, why? And they're like, well, the mailboxes are too small. So everyone's like, well, then get bigger mailboxes. Like, you can't just not deliver our mail. His building is one in which, like, 90% of the people that live in there are over the age of, like, 75. And they need their medication in the mail. They get all their, like, medical checks. And, like, they get all their pensions. Like, they get it all through the mail. They do not have internet, you know. Um, And then he also gets his checks through the mail. So he needed his mail. And... He they he's like what do you what do we do like what's the plan then and the the USPS was like their post office was like uh you can come in on Wednesdays at two or Saturdays at two and he's like well Wednesdays I work so I cannot come in on Wednesdays and Saturdays at two I can like make but I have like a commitment every single Saturday so I'll be like rushing over there so for the rest of my life I just will always be <laughs> running to try to get my mail once a week so then he did it he she did was it. like yes yeah basically yeah, they're it. like yep that's it yeah. so then the first week or whatever he like gets in line he waits for half an hour and he gets to the front desk he's like i'm here for my mail and they're like oh we haven't sorted it yet you don't we, we don't we don't have it yet and he was like what he's like well what i mean i can't just keep doing this like what happens if i can't come for a couple of weeks she's like oh well after 30 days we send all your mail back so it was just like this ah! impossible scenario and to me this sounds like a very typical post office story because i you know there's other things Long story short, he went to his congresswoman, Nadia Vasquez, who's also my mm-hmm. congresswoman, he sat down with her, met with her. She she <gasps> heard the story. Mm-hmm. She heard the whole story. Oh, wow. She said, I've I've been hearing this. I know it's going on. Um, you're not the first person to come in and I'm going to take care of it. I actually know like 
the postmaster general of that or the post office, whoever of this post office that you're talking about, I'm going to make sure that this is taken care of. Turned out the reason why it was happening was because his mail delivery individual was like, my, 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 my thing is too long. My like delivery shift shift is too long yeah and i i can't do it all i don't want to do it all um and she picked the hispanic street to then just go to each place and say we're not delivering mail here anymore so all the white people were like we're fine but then the hispanic row of people were like all screwed and so they they said like the mailboxes are fine this is insane we're gonna like take care of it maybe that woman was fired i don't know what happened to her but then my next question is like either that woman is just terrible (laughs) like just a terrible person or more likely like is she overworked you know what i mean is did they make her shift just impossible to do with that she was at a loss you know so Mm -hmm. like what's going on anyway that's my i don't and i have no answers i don't know i don't know what's going on i know we have no answers with this no i i just i was it's it's unfathomable unfathomable fathomable. <laughs> fathomable i've had some beers um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the craziest episode ah. between my neighbor and your beers this is great i know this is so and we're crazy, talking about the but, mail <laughs> oh god oh yeah I'll spill it up see just spell the beer it. on my yep. p- computer great no but it's it's like it's a it's a story that you're like no this cannot this is not true because seriously i saw those videos of them collecting the mailboxes and i was like that that can't be real. That just can't be real. Somebody's just stirring stirring the pot and trying to get us liberals to go crazy with with doing that. No, it's just it's real. It's all real. It's really happening. Louis uh, DeJoy before he met with Congress met in the Oval Office for right. a meeting with Trump. Right, of course. And he shouldn't he be. Trump is not supposed to be telling him what to do. The president no. of the United States is not supposed to be telling the postmaster general how to do his job. No, it's Those very aren't shady. Supposed to, it's so, it's so shady. shady. But so, here's the thing. It's so obvious what they're trying to do. Yeah. And that is just to, to you know, to, to not let us vote. Right. Really, truly. Right. But that's what made me so sad about like the when I heard the read the thing about the Congress thing, like the bailout money, because like I think we like when I heard that Nancy Pelosi called every back, everybody back in mm-hmm. from their recess, I was like, that is what a hero does like that is what not even a hero that is what you're supposed to do like in it right like, that you need to take we need to look at this and then their solution is it just going to be we're going to like put give the money you know because it just seems like that's not going to be it it's not going to be enough i was listening to rachel maddow and she um was talking about how people are actually writing into her show asking what can they do and so many people are asking if they can volunteer to help sort the mail. Yeah. Can they help deliver mail? Can they help? So they, she said, you know, we never get this many offerings of service yeah. to help the post office. <laughs> right. I mean, or, or any issue. Or anything like But that. so many people are so concerned. And, and my question is, and I don't know if you have the answer or anybody listening, but I do keep seeing like buy stamps, buy stamps, buy stamps. But then I saw this whole thread of a postal service worker saying like actually buying stamps doesn't do anything. Well, here's the other thing. Even so before all it? of this, before the postmaster general, before anything, the post office was going to run out of money by September. 
That was already going to happen. Like, it's already been a thing since for 20 years it's been a problem. So this is the other thing I think we just have to be acknowledging is we have to decide what we want for our post office next and then make decisions like that. And, of course, the more immediate issue is, like, the voting. The other thing I just want to mention about the – and, again, I'm not – I'm very pro-union, so it's not that either. But the answer probably to the question is can we help sort the mail? The answer is probably no because the unions probably would never allow it. Yeah, we're not allowed to touch mail. But that's – but that's – I mean, on the one hand, good, because you also tamper with mail, and that's like a problem. But, oh, no, don't fuck with my dildo. <laughs> no, don't. Someone's <laughs> going to steal your dildo. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's not good. But um, I don't know. I really don't know. This is sort of a fascinating thing, because I don't really know. Well, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, the coolest thing that happened this week, though, with the postal post office, postal service, is that they, I had no idea that there's actually a component, a police a, a post office police that they were the ones that arrested Steve Bannon. Oh, they're the one. The United States Post Postal Service Police were the ones that realized that that fucking Steve Bannon was collecting all these mail in donations for the border wall. Oh my God, and it was the. The post office that arrested him. That's probably why another reason why Trump wants the post office shut down. Yes, that's probably very true. But I just I have like this vision of like the post who the post office uh, police because <laughs> he was on a yacht. He was on a billionaire's yacht. Um, see, Bannon was on a yacht uh, out in Connecticut, like out in the waters off of Connecticut. And so like what? post office police come up <laughs> i mean that sounds amazing i don't even know they, they made like a little really like went, paper boat like out of a yeah. letter and then they just like got in there and they, floated over. they put stamps around his his wrists and took them to yeah exactly <laughs> where they keep the sorted mail well that kind of makes me oh, think of another it. solution that popped up on this atlantic article i'm doing a bad job of my sources you know what fuck sources i can't even anymore it's fine fuck it. uh but the one of the other things is they said to help the usps is that like let the post office do other things so they can help with voter registration and they can do they can help with driver's license renewal so that sounds great right like let's say you don't always have to go to the dmv if you're around you can get you know I, they do like i feel like you can get uh at least some of them, you can get your picture taken for your passport. passport. So things like that, just like giving them more services to do that'll be convenient for people in the communities and also give them, you know, they get to make a little bit more money if they get to, you know, I don't know, whatever that fee, renewal fee or whatever, maybe they get some of that or whatever. That's what Bernie Sanders was running on. Years ago, he was talking about how obviously these check and check and cash places that we talked about last week with Ed Larson, mm-hmm. um, it just totally scams people. Right. It takes a huge percentage of their checks. And they were saying, Bernie Sanders was saying that, you know, the failing post office, like they're, you know, hemorrhaging money. Why not transform those into more like neighborhood banks yeah. where people, the community can go and cash their checks? And it is an American right to be able to take your paycheck and go to the post office and and cash it for its whole amount. Right. But don't you already see like what a concept. Ta- yeah, to- and that's genius. I mean, why not? Why not be smart about I mean, that's it, that's the thing that's frustrating about all this political stuff is that it doesn't feel like people are thinking critically at all. They're just like, "Oh, this that, it's black and white, everything's whatever." That's such a great way to think about it, Bernie Sanders. Like, let's do and why haven't we done it yet? Well, right. He came up with that idea of forever. I mean, why not? Why not do that? You know, I'll tell you why. Because every time you go to the post office, well, you can't find a pen. Oh, right, true. There's- if you could just find a pen, <laughs> if you could just find a pen, you could never sign that check <laughs> and get that money. Totally. 
but oh, no, God, I mean, I don't totally. know about your place, but I can never find a fucking. No, pick. there's no. There's not even a place to write in my. There's not even a place to put. You know happened to me the other day. I tried to send. I tried to send something that was bigger than a letter, but it was not very big, and it was already prepaid. The postage was prepaid, so I didn't have to go to stand in line. My post office doesn't have Hello? like a thing to put the mail in. Oh, I mean, isn't that so the basic? Stand in line. Well, either you stand in line. The only thing that they yeah. did have was just like a bucket. <laughs> they had like a, <laughs> they had like a bucket. They're like, you no, can no, just put no. your package no. in there. I'm like, somebody can just steal my package. Why would I put my package in a bucket by the door? Why would I do that? And then I did it because I was like, I'm not waiting in that line. <laughs> oh my! But so, God. like, what just is happening? Put your letters in this bucket. Yeah. and we'll mail them out when Bessie. The ca- the ca- yeah, the horse it's just like whatever. So I mean, we have some issues oh. to deal with. Maybe Bernie Sanders has ideas for that. But I mean, the truth is, they don't want to fix the problem because they want to make money from these other things. So that's really what it comes down to. We have to be able to vote by mail. This is the most important <sighs> election. So that's what I was going to ask you. <sighs> I mean, I know your situation is different because you don't even know where you're going to be. So for you, voting by mail might be really, really important, especially. I think for me, I'm not even going to risk it. Like, that's what like what what Michelle Obama was saying, too. She's like, if you can get to the polls physically, do that because we just don't know. We pack can't. A lunch. We just can't <laughs> pack a lunch, pack a dinner. Pack a she lunch, said, dinner, or a breakfast. Yeah, I or love whatever. it because I think that that's really the. So that's the other thing about all this. It's like if you also in New York, I feel like they still have a rule that's for this big election. I don't think we're allowed to vote by mail unless it's be- because of COVID. Like th- that's not a reasonable. When I looked it up, they were like the reasons you can vote by mail in New York, and they said one is you're not allowed to vote by mail just because of fear of COVID, and I guess unless you're like really sick or something. But that yeah. seems wrong. But that's what it I, said. Hmm. Well, on the absentee ballot application, the options are like, I'm going to be out of town, I'm sick, or I'm caring for someone who's sick. or So there's there are lots of but options. But they don't say. So I voted by mail know. for the primaries. Ditto. And one of the options was COVID. Oh. So I don't know. Yeah. Also, when I requested my absentee ballot for that, I could just do it online. I didn't have to print off an application, fill it out. Oh, that's weird. Mail mine, it in. Mine I had to. Yeah. Oh, but then it came to your house, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I did too. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of new territory for me too, but it makes me nervous. The other thing is I do want to talk about in, in case people have not heard about this. Apparently, there's also a way to take your ballot, your your absentee ballot and then deliver it to a place so you don't put it in the mail so it doesn't go through the mail except to come to you and then you take it to some place that's an official place and it's not your polling site it's somewhere else so you everybody has to look that up on their own but their town and their city and whatever but that if you can do that that's a better step too than just popping it in the mail because it's a little bit it's one step closer to yeah getting it really there but the thing is just to if you are going to apply for an absentee ballot do it tomorrow yeah do it as soon as possible and then as soon as you get that sucker in the mail you fill it out and send it send it in and it will be counted yeah Yeah. it will be counted yeah but if you're nervous like i am and you can show up to the polls then do that right that really is the best way to do it right now if you can 
So and also, if you are a healthy individual, be a poll worker. Yeah, and you can. Vol- I I, I signed my thing up, and then no one emailed me back. They I think they're me. getting a huge. <laughs> a lot they probably of people are, wanting yeah. to, especially in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm like, I'll, if they, I, I'm happy. I want to do it if they want me to do it. But if they don't need it, then I understand that too. But uh, there is that thing where you know, poll workers are primarily tend to be elderly, older people. people, right? So there, there is a fear that. They're yeah. going to die of COVID if they do their thing. Oh, God. Uh, I've told you I got the biggest crush on my US, my my uh, UPS guy. You're, that's for the wrong side, Marie. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like I'm a Romeo sorry. and Juliet situation now. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm for the USPS and he's for UPS. He's so cute. Every time he'll, he'll be driving down the street, pull the big brown truck over just to get out and hug me. That's I mean, so nice. He, he doesn't hug me now in COVID, but we do like wave. A, a wave. You but, should marry him. Oh, he's so cute. I know he's got great benefits. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. Um, amazing. Uh, anyway. Anyway, well, I don't really know what I'm talking about. This is like very like just slapdash research, but it, it it has opened my eyes in a lot of ways to a lot of these news things that are floating around and a lot of information that's almost true, but not totally true. So it's good to well, kind of. I saw a comic tweet or Twitter, I don't know. Uh, tweet, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter or Instagram. I don't know, but I thought it was so great. So call your grandparents and tell them, any any of your Trump supporting grandparents, that uh, I'm sending you a letter in the mail. And then when they're like, oh, Johnny, I didn't ever get your letter. And then say, oh, you know, I bet it's because of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Because that, that, I think, is... That really, I mean, That's nothing. A good idea. Rachel Maddow <laughs> says this in her her thing that she did about the post office, but uh, the post office is more American than apple pie, <laughs> and it should not be an, a bipartisan issue. It should just be. No. I mean, my uncle Marv in Winnebago, Minnesota. <laughs> post office guy he knew everybody and that's the thing that used to be a thing too where you really did i mean it's nice that you know your ups guy but you used to just know all and maybe people do i'm sure in lots of towns people do know their post man um i, I know mine woman. barely but he's not very ours, nice ours but gets like switched out all the time i don't know what that's our, ours is the same man he got hit by a taxi a couple years ago and it oh. was this other woman for a month but he came back that's good oh yeah he's, he's great yeah it's good i do get my mail Anyway, I do kind of feel like I want to look into this a little bit more because I don't think I fully understand all the nuances here. But well, it's just um, hard to believe. But also, Congress is coming back this week, so we'll le- we'll be learning more information. This this podcast episode might just be completely debunked. <laughs> it'll be Congress it'll be very back. apropos for the vibe around yeah. it. Anyway, this has been such a shit show in, in different ways. Why are you in the dark all of a sudden? Because I don't have my lamp is broken, so I but don't it just have went a out. light in here. What is in the sun went down while we were talking? Yeah, the this. sun the sun went down, wow. and now I'm just, just sitting so in, just the sitting in the dark. All right, <laughs> alone in my apartment. Wow, I didn't really. It's like it happened all of a sudden, <laughs> it's though. So it's so weird. No, it's just I can barely see you. Okay, it's <laughs> weird. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Shout out to that sweet stranger that mailed me. Yes. And you know what? This, this is week. a really lovely time. You know, even if it doesn't help that much, it's kind of neat maybe to like send some, find a pen pal or something. Oh my gosh. I Although love maybe it. it just clogs up the, <laughs> I don't know anymore what's the good thing to do. Is it clog well, it up too much if you send too many letters? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can never, let me tell you. Can't you, win. You, the slit can't get full enough. <laughs> 
This slit's blocked. You can't get anything in that slit. Oh, it's been God. since quarantine that slit's been sealed shut. Oh, it feels like it. Oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you are listening you listen. from another if you're country, still listening. This is I know. I know the right to the people that are not Americans. Help us. <laughs> Send help. I feel so. Uh, what do you What do you guys do for mail? Do you like your mail service? Do you have ideas for us? What do we do to fix it? What do we do? Somebody was saying too. It's like we can fucking. I can take a check, right? Yeah. And take a picture of it with yeah. my phone and deposit money into my bank account. But we can't mail a letter in the mail. Like, oh no, it's also we can't vote. It's that we can't, we can't like vote. you know. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, right. fine if that's the decision, and we decide the USPS is going to be more for like smaller things and whatever. Wh- why? Why are we still voting through the mail anyway? <laughs> like, why are we voting? Why are we going to the polls? Like. There should there. Why isn't there a way to just vote from your phone? There sh- really should be, and there it really should be should really be. protected. And it shouldn't be. You know, I mean, I know there's trust issues with that too, but we should live in a world where you can trust those things. Scan your face with your phone. They're already doing oh, it. Oh, everybody They're has. Already they already listening. have your face. Everyone knows your yeah, face. Yeah, everybody. Already. They got my face. They got your fingerprints. They got everything. Might as well get your vote <laughs> if you're listening. I, know, I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, please anyway. vote. Well, this vote. is great. This yeah. is great. We did all this just to say vote. <laughs> vote. Vote. vote one it's a very important time to vote. <laughs> um, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, take 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 a minute, write us a review, and then send a letter to your grandma in the mail. Yeah. Maybe don't write a review right after listening to this episode. But <laughs> <laughs> let's do another episode that was better, and then you can write us a review. <laughs> This is our best episode. We'll get a we'll get an award oh, for this. God. This one is weird. Oh, well, you, oh, now I'm in the dark. This is I know so everything creepy. about this so has gotten sorry. real weird on our end. You guys may not strange. even feel it, but we we feel it anyway. It's a weird time. Everything's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. When I was a little girl, my daddy told me, Kate. If you wanna catch a man, you gotta give him lots of space. Play it cool and be a flirt, but just make sure you think. And don't pick up the telephone when you had too much to drink. Don't draw him down when you come on late. Don't call him another inebriated state. Don't text him with a booty call. Don't call him say.
Coming back. 